Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman and this is your look at the astrology for March 22nd through 28th, 2023. And we are getting to the end of March, but more importantly, we are officially in Gemini season. Now we had to sort of put that on the back burner last week because the sun went into Gemini just yesterday, uh, May 21st. But we had a lot of stuff going on last week and it kind of overshadowed the sun's arrival in Gemini. So we're gonna give a proper look at Gemini season. And uh, speaking of, let's say, the things that were happening this week, they are spilling a bit into this week. So we had some pretty tense alignments uh, last week. That's not to say that something necessarily will happen, but just that's the thing about astrology is the potentiality for something. It's like there's a seed, there's an energy. It just needs a catalyst. And that's sometimes where we can work with the energy. We can be the catalyst, the conscious catalyst for this energy. But uh, it was energy that was pushing on, let's say, the different points and tectonic plates of our lives because we had a lot of stuff going on in what are called the fixed signs. Now, it is Gemini season and uh, the fixed signs have nothing to do with Gemini. Gemini is what's called a mutable sign. It is able to go with the flow. It prepares us for the next season. But the fixed signs, my Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, and this is not just you know those who have sun signs in the fixed signs, but just the, these are archetypical energies that we all have access to. But these four signs govern our material and manifested worlds. When you have a lot of things bunching up in those signs, sometimes we can see a lot of push and pull in our material and manifested world. But anyway, I'll get back to that. Uh, and uh, we do have Mars making something called a square to Jupiter tomorrow. That's pressing on those fixed signs. I will talk about that more in a moment. And for those who do not know who I am, my name is Katie Sweetman, and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium located here in the New York City area in every week we gather live to look at the astrology and you know i say it all over and over and over again the astrology is 50 percent you are the other 50 percent yes even when we have tense astrology it could be pushing us to do something that maybe we want to keep putting in the back burner but we can't put on the back burner anymore or it's that psychic force to finally make a conscious change, for example. So yeah, how do we navigate these times? And uh, you know, I'm just looking at the live chat and I see some familiar faces and it's good to see you all. And even if you're not watching live, I, I also put this on YouTube, I put it on Instagram, I also put it on Spotify. Um, you know, do say hello, it's always nice to see where everybody is watching or even listening from because I know some of you catch me on Tuesday morning but it's Tuesday right now for those that are in the southern hemisphere I know some of you are in Australia and New Zealand for example so yes we gather live every week to talk about the astrology so I'm like your friendly astrological weather girl I do not make the astrology. I just report on the astrology. So yeah, how are you all doing? I know that uh, we're coming out of eclipse season, which I spent a, a fair bit of time talking about over the past few weeks. And that's one of the fascinating things about astrology, particularly eclipses, how these different moments in time can be linked. And even we could have an eclipse, you know, a month ago, but it's sort of this energy, like I said, astrology sort of talks about these moments that are so the, the energies 
pregnant for something or it's sort of you've been seeded with something it just needs that 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 uh, catalyst and you know with eclipses they sort of plant these different markers in the energy and then we have a, a future moment that activates that energy so this week in particular it's not a week of eclipses but it's a week where we are uh let's say feeling the energy of eclipses as mars makes contact with the lunar nodes this week we'll talk about that in a moment but uh yeah let's let's talk about let's talk about gemini season so the sun left taurus you know one of my favorite signs i'm not specific favorites but you know i'm a scorpio and i think you know taurus really does ground me and i think that's the point for anybody who's got strong scorpio energy in their chart but gemini side of my, my moon by the way it is the third sign of the zodiac so we started for example we started the astrological new year um back on the uh, so that's how say summer solstice means <laughs> there was spring equinox geez i think that was the 20th of march here in the northern hemisphere i know it is the opposite of seasons for those that are watching on the other side of the world but that said astrology uh, follows a particularly uh, northern hemisphere bias but yeah we the beginning of airy season that's our start of our yearly journey through each of the zodiac signs and aries is about that raw spark of life that then comes into shape and form and Taurus season, there's sort of the pregnant possibilities, the sort of the, we get a sense of the physical world. And then we get to Gemini season. And Gemini is the third sign. The zodiac, as I said before, is the first air sign. So in astrology, there are four elements. Fire, Aries, an example. Earth, Taurus, air, Gemini. And then followed by Cancer, which is the first uh, water sign. And then the whole sequence repeats again until you get to the end of the zodiac with Pisces. So air, particularly Gemini air, it takes the sort of the raw sensations of Taurus. We've sort of been smelling, tasting, touching during Taurus season. And now what does all these, all this information create? And that's the thing about Gemini. It is the sign of information and ideas, uh, communication, voice, education, learning, but on a very, let's say, rudimentary level, which I think sometimes we we, we sort of like, oh, Gemini voice, crazy, ah. But I think Gemini is supposed to be the sign that teaches us about the power of choice and the power and the necessity of trying a lot of different things. And I think sometimes we miss that point, but of course, you know, choice does bring responsibility. So even if you're scratching your head and you're like, but I'm not a Gemini, Katie, but you have Gemini somewhere in your astrology. Like you could be a Sagittarius, for example, and Gemini is your relationship sign, for example. So this is a time for us to get in touch with an archetype and it's part of this dare I say, sacred journey that takes us through the entirety of the zodiac. So now we have to sort of put, you know, ideas into movement. We need to start to pay attention to our environment. We need to try new things. We need to, like, what did Taurus season teach us? Um, did it teach us the value of things? Did, did we sort of gather resources? And we, that's the thing about Earth energy. Earth energy, just by its nature, doesn't want to move it's earth but when we get to the air signs whether it's the air sign that follows an earth sign gemini libra uh and even aquarius it's about getting movement so now we're having movement our natural world 
because the zodiac follows this very seasonal uh, progression, our natural world is now a movement. We need to share, we need to try, we need to interact, we need to socialize. And we are human creatures, we, we, we can't be alone, we need, we need to sort of bounce off ideas, we need to learn. And, and I always think of maybe it's a little bit of a bad example, but you know, children that aren't touched enough, they're not, uh, they don't have enough sensory um, input when they're of a very particular age, when they're infants, you know, it does have a really profound effect. So it's this important thing for us to move and to try and to learn and to read and to taste. And, and that's sort of, you know, that, that, that energy of Gemini. But of course, yes, this is a season to talk, to, to chat, to communicate, to travel, to move. And it's a bit of a restless energy. That said, the energy of the season is pointing towards Taurus. Why? Because Mercury is still in Taurus. And so we've got this little bit of a slow energy. Let's not forget that Mercury, uh, I think, went to Taurus back in April. And because we have Mercury retrograde. So Mercury, you know, it's not retrograde anymore, but it's still picking up some energy. It's still trying to get moving as it goes into uh, Gemini, but it won't go into Gemini until June 11th. Yes, June 11th. So it's a Gemini season where we're going to have like these two halves, maybe not, you know, kind of neat and tidy two halves, but one where we need to slow down. We need to deliberate. We need to sort of look at the value of something, the value of our choices, maybe not rush to judgment. That's the thing about Gemini energy is it typically is fast. It makes decisions quickly. But we don't really have that luxury with Mercury still in Taurus. That will start to change when we get uh, further into June, June 11th, when Mercury finally goes into Gemini and it goes into its home sign. So yes, it's Gemini season and happy birthday for those that are uh, celebrating a birthday this season. Yes, and even my Gemini risings and my Gemini moons. Uh, my, my moon's at 27 Gemini's. So I'm at the end of, end of the sign. But uh, for the rest of us, that area of our chart will get highlighted, which we'll talk about um, when we get into each of the 12 signs in a moment. We are coming off of a Taurus new moon, and we had a Taurus new moon on the 19th. So that was Friday for everybody, and, and the 20th for those that are in the Southern Hemisphere um, in, in, in farther away parts. Um, so that's sort of the, and somebody asked, I think it was Facebook, they asked me about this. Uh, we are, the, the solar calendar and the lunar calendar do not line up. Um, sometimes they do just by the nature of things just lining up, but we are sort of hitting a stretch where the, the new moons are going to be at the end of the sign. So it's like, here we are, we just had this Taurus new moon, which, we, which means that we're in a Taurus lunar month, but then the sun's now in Gemini. So, you know, somebody was saying, well, what do I do? If, like if I'm working with my new moon manifestations, are they Taurus, are they Gemini? Well, they're Taurus. Although we're a few days past uh, that Taurus new moon at this point. But when we get into the Gemini new moon, which is at the end of, uh, gosh, I think that's, uh, I can't find it quickly. Or can I find it quickly? That Gemini new moon is, it is June 18th. See, I found it. So yeah, that, that Gemini new moon, I think is at 26 degrees. And that's 
that's the end of the sign. So, you know, we, we're going to sort of get to the end of the lunar month and then just like we're putting on our clothes, so to speak, for the next sign of the zodiac. So it's just sort of the, the way things are working out right now. That said, we are in a four-week period uh, at this point, I guess three and a half weeks, where we are still working with that energy of Taurus, and that will change June 18th. Anyway, so we got Gemini season, and then the other thing that we have going on is that Mars, as of, let's say, last Saturday, the 20th of May, Mars is now in Leo. So kind of a breath of fresh air uh you know in the sense that there was that long period that mars was in gemini it was seven flipping months it was in gemini because it had that retrograde from october to january way back in may of 2022 we had a you know a mars jupiter conjunction it was at i think it was at three degrees of aries it was at the i think like the 27th or 28th or 29th of May, and that was the start of a cycle. And then maybe this is a little technical, but conjunctions are starts of a cycle. A conjunction just means that two planets are coming together in the sky. Mars and Jupiter come together every two years, so it's a you know a little bit more um, uh, you know not as often, let's say, as you know the, the Sun and Mercury, which is a couple times a year, or or the Sun and, and Venus, for example. But you know, back in the end of May of 2022, Mars and Jupiter came together. So here we are almost a year later, exactly. And we're finally getting to what's called the opening square. This time Mars is in Leo. Leo is a fixed sign as opposed to the conjunction being in Aries. And then Jupiter's now in Taurus. So an opening square means we see what this cycle wants to sort of manifest in our lives. Sometimes we don't really see what's happening with the conjunction. It's an inception point. It's a new beginning. It's taken a whole year. Plus we have Mars retrograde. So it may mean that this week there's a thread back to end of May, beginning of June of 2022. But this is also happening in what are called the fixed signs. And Mars, when it went into Leo, it started to press upon Pluto, we talked about this last week, I believe Pluto is in the very beginning of Aquarius, it's going to dip back into Capricorn uh, on June 11th, uh, a lot of things going on June 11th. And, you know, we, we this is only this is the only, th- you know, three months that Jupiter, not Jupiter, uh, Pluto is going to be in Aquarius in 2023. So this has like been our preview of Pluto and Aquarius, but Mars opposite Pluto is a pretty intense energy and maybe that energy spilled into the weekend for you. Now Mars is a little bit further. It's making the square to Jupiter. I think Jupiter also made that square to Pluto last week. So this energy is carrying into this week and it's hitting on the fixed signs. Now Pluto's in Aquarius, the nodes, the lunar nodes are in Taurus and Scorpio, and that south node's in the very early degrees of Scorpio. The nodes, and maybe this is the first time you're ever hearing of the lunar nodes, they are not physical bodies, they are two points in the sky that make eclipses happen. And the lunar nodes have been in Taurus and Scorpio since I believe it was January of 2022. So we've been in this period where the eclipses have been in Taurus and Scorpio. North node is in Taurus presently, the south node is in Scorpio. Uh, 
The south node is a point of release. It's a point of endings. It's about having to do sometimes some complicated or deep emotional work. And I have to say the south node in Scorpio is a little dense. It's a little heavy. It's just, you know, that's we're being shown that sort of deeper and sometimes that shadow side of Scorpio, that shadow side of Scorpio, I'm saying this as a Scorpio, can get a little complicated. So we do have something happening in Scorpio, although it's not a physical body, but it's playing into the energy. So there may be something, you know, like I said, it's not a, it's not a guarantee, it's not a prediction, but there may be some things that are happening this week that really talk about doors closing and opening. Why? Well, because the lunar nodes are involved. Mars later this week will make a square to the nodes. You know, Mars square Jupiter. What are, what's our relationship with faith? You know, Jupiter is the planet of faith, truth, meaning. You know, the way that I describe Jupiter, because I think sometimes, and this is another thing, and, and, and I know there's a lot of stuff on the internet. I'm pretty sure you all listen to other astrologers, which is fine. But there's this sometimes this wanting to talk about Jupiter as this planet of abundance, which it can be. But I think sometimes we expect too much of Jupiter, and so we get a little excited. Jupiter's now in Taurus. We're all going to be millionaires. We're all going to roll around the green grass and, and eat donuts and not go to work. Um, I'm being silly. Uh, that sounds nice, but it's not going to be that way for everybody. And sometimes Jupiter, which we saw when Jupiter was in Capricorn um, in the end in 2019 into 2020 with Jupiter and Saturn, that sometimes Jupiter can make things bigger. So this is not to look at Jupiter as a magic bullet, as Santa Claus, as a silver bullet, so to speak, that's just going to make everything better. It may make a situation bigger. It may make a situation demand our attention or demand our faith. You know, the sort of this hope that's all going to work out. Or maybe Jupiter is trying to get us to have a different approach. I mean, that's one of the things I love about Jupiter is that it's the planet that opens up our eyes. Without Jupiter, our world is very small. We don't think beyond ourselves. We don't think beyond the things that are in our immediate environment. We don't question things. We don't search for deeper truths and meanings. Our life is pretty small. So without Jupiter, we're not traveling. We're not seeing the world. We're not you know, educating ourselves. And education comes in a lot of different forms. We can stay in the same small place our whole life or maybe we we look, we look up and we look around we're like hmm maybe there's more out there and jupiter by its nature is a plant that wants more well jupiter whether it's the planet of faith and travel and the search of truth and meaning but it's also the the inner search for truth and meaning it gets into these deeper psychic and emotional and even mystical spaces that's the other side of Jupiter as the ruler of Pisces. So this week, yes, Jupiter can make things bigger. War can actually be a boon for something or maybe show us a door that typically we didn't even contemplate. Um, but Jupiter can also maybe ask us to look for the meaning in some of the things that we're going through and maybe how sometimes we can just be very, very narrowly focused that we miss the bigger point. If Jupiter is faith and truth and meaning, well, what is Mars? Mars is action, power, drive, motivation. These are two planets. Mars governs the physical plane. Jupiter gets into these bigger strokes that talk about society, humanity, uh, 
uh, gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Karma. I know that's a big word, but Jupiter and Saturn do this dance. They really talk about the sort of karma, our personal karma and our collective karma. And that's where sometimes we can think of Jupiter as the planet of reward. So I was a good person. I'm going to get a little pat on the back from Jupiter, but it just might be a week where we're navigating a lot of deeper material. material. Um, and so, yeah, then, and then we get to later this week and, um, you know, Mars brushes up against the lunar nodes. So this sort of carries that weight of that energy from last week. It is sort of bringing our lunar month to the forefront. We are going to have them when the moon goes into Leo this week or in the middle of this week, I think it's Wednesday. Uh, the moon does go into Leo. So Wednesday, Thursday, we have that first quarter moon. And sometimes we need to get to that first quarter, that opening square, to really see what something's about. And just something that I've noticed as an astrologer is that sometimes we have to get a month past the eclipses to really see the eclipse, just kind of the way things work out. That's your bigger overview. Um, let's look at the astrology for this week of May 22nd through May 28th of 2023. So yeah, we start the week, we're getting ready for that Mars square Jupiter, uh, which we've already talked about. That's on Tuesday, May 23rd. I think the square is at like one degrees of Leo and Taurus. Then we get into Wednesday, the 24th of May and Venus, which is over in Cancer, it's uh, going to make a square to Chiron. This might be a little bit uh, of an emotional undercurrent that's going through our week. And, uh, you know, Venus and Chiron, especially Venus as a planner of relationship, might hit on some deeper relationship issues and something that is a threat that runs deeper than whatever this time and place is. And Chiron also talks about healing, needing to heal something. But the beauty of Chiron, it says, is that we need to, the healing that we do for ourselves is the healing that we do for others. I Means what we offer back as inspiration, as potentiality, as possibility. Then we get into the 26th, and then Mars makes a square to the lunar nodes. Do keep in mind that Mars is the ruler of that south node in Scorpio. So this is a little bit of a dynamic, hmm. You know, is a door closing or opening this week? Is something leaving, letting go, south node? Is there something from the past that we need to look at and to reconsider? We will have to see. Then we get into the weekend and we have the sun coming up to a square to Saturn. And, you know, I'll probably talk about Saturn next week because you know how I love to talk about Saturn. But, you know, something I've been thinking about is, you know, Saturn has been in Pisces since March 7th. So we're coming up on about three months, you know, just shy of three months of Saturn going, you know, in Pisces. And I'm, and I'm pointing this out because Saturn is going to be in Pisces in total for three years. So here we are at the beginning of the story. And I gotta say, Saturn in Pisces is way chiller than it was when uh, Saturn was in Capricorn from 2018 to 2020 and Aquarius from 2020 until 2023. Right now, Saturn is in a sign that typically it's not at home in, you know, maybe not from a classical standpoint, but Saturn, the planet of matter and manifestation and building and construction has to do that work in a non-physical way, an emotional way, Pisces, the spiritual way, 
Pisces. So it's not maybe completely evident what Saturn is building for us, or rather asking us to build. However, you know, now that the sun is in Pisces, uh, maybe we're going to start to see as we go into the weekend, the, the Pisces, no, that's no, no, the sun is on Pisces, geez. The sun is now in Gemini and it's going to make a square to Saturn in Pisces. And this is all sort of in the run up to Saturn turning retrograde next month. They'll turn retrograde on June 17th. We got some time. That's fun. You know, three more weeks. But we're starting to get these milestones or check-ins of what Saturn Pisces is going to mean for us. So as we go into this weekend, we may have a lot of Saturn to negotiate boundaries, saying no, saying yes, commitments, uh, knowing our limits, putting things in order, having integrity, being accountable, you know, eating our vegetables, paying attention to time, honoring to honoring time. And, uh, and maybe that's a little bit of a heavy influence this weekend. But you know, Saturn sort of says this is what's up. And either you're, you're doing it, or you're not. So we're going to talk more about Saturn as we go into next week, we've got to get through each of the 12, each of the 12 signs. So starting with Aries. Aries, so Mars is your planet, and so Mars just went into Leo, and this sort of takes you out of that little bit of a heavier time that you had for the last six weeks of dealing with home and family and, and issues in the home and family, and now it points towards you. So this is going to be different for every Aries, and you're going to have your Aries that are going to really capitalize on Mars and Aries, and it's like the return to self needing to do the things that give you joy, give you pleasure, give you uh, you know, a sense of fun. Um, you know, Mars and, and Leo is a very creative place for Leo. It's a time to get your spark back. For some uh, Aries, it's about really getting in touch with who you are. Like, what's your passion? What's your joy? What's your talents, gifts, and abilities? And so maybe this is a time when you're really feeling that Mars energy. But Mars has been making the opposition to Pluto last week. It will make the square to Jupiter. It will make the square to the notes this week. So this is a big week for you, Aries. And it may not be so evident. And this is really getting into these bigger, bigger themes about value and worth and money, material stability, material security, uh, standing up for yourself, really you know, getting in alignment with the future that you want to create. In the world and I will add that Gemini season for you is something called your third sign so you're entering a season that's typically a lot a lot of movement a lot of travel a lot of trips a lot of things to write a lot of things to say a lot of things to communicate so it's a little bit of a busy time but I think you know with Mercury pulling you back towards Taurus you know it is again looking at the value of your choices looking at the value of the things that you have to say like considering your words considering your ideas considering your education and maybe asking yourself in the long run is it worth it um taurus taurus my fixed signs taurus i know there's a lot of stuff going on in the fixed signs and even going on in your sign right now so it's not your birthday anymore i'm so sorry but you do have Jupiter in your sign for a whole year. Here's my here's my little caution because I think there's a lot of astrologers saying, you know, we it's going to be great for Taurus. It's going to be, you know, you know, kittens and rainbows and and you know, gold at the end of the rainbow for a year. And I don't know if that's the case for you, fantastic. But we have to sort of hedge our uh, expectations. So Jupiter is trying to 
grow your sign right now. I'm laughing because I have this personal thing about Jupiter as the planet of growth. It's like we got to like expand our vocabulary a little bit, Katie. Um, but this is a time when you need to look up. You need to look outside yourself. You need to look towards the world and that and that creates growth. So it's also a time where Jupiter is adding its energy to Uranus and Uranus has been in Taurus since 2018, 2019. It will not leave Taurus until 2025, 2026. Yes, that's seven years of you really needing to wake up, reinvent yourself, do things differently. Here comes Jupiter and maybe that's the, the powerful catalyst that you need. You do have Mars and Mars is an emotional plant for you and it's in your, wait, is that right? Mars is in your relationship sign. It's it's really hitting on some deeper emotional buttons for you. And so maybe a lot of emotions are coming up this week. You've got Pluto, it's in your career sign. So this is hitting on a lot of the four corners of your life and, and maybe you're taking cover Taurus, maybe you're reevaluating or reassessing, but I think that true to your nature, I mean, I, I think Taurus doesn't want to necessarily make any big moves until it does, but I think that's something to keep in mind, Taurus, because you're a sign where you need to really feel safe before you make a change, but this is like a week, this is a month, this is a period of your life that's trying to get you out of your own way. So how can you use this week to really get out of your own way, to let something happen? And that me, that's sometimes where I know the astrology is 50%, but there's this other 50% that's putting a lot of pressure on you to change. I believe in you, Taurus. I know you can do it. I mean, Gemini season for you is the time when the sun goes into your second sign of money and income. So this could be a season where you are spending money, earning money, gathering money, making investments, really looking at your material life. And I think that once you know Mercury gets a little bit more movement, I think Mercury is in your sign. So there is still this bigger question of, is it worth it? So maybe keep that in mind as you do your Taurus thing. Yes, I know you're you're maybe pushing back a little bit against the universe and maybe questioning, is it worth it? But maybe that's where like a lot of the deeper work needs to happen right now. Gemini, happy birthday, Gemini. The sun arrived in your sign just yesterday, May 21st of 2023. So for the next four weeks, you are in the spotlight. So happy birthday. It is your time of new beginnings. And for those that are particularly born at the end of the sign, so as we get closer to June, that June 18th, Gemini new moon, this is the, you know, especially taking those new beginnings into the, to your new birthday year. But for those that are born early in the sign, you're really coming into a birthday where you might be in a little bit more of a reflective mood. Maybe it doesn't have sort of that fire and umph as you would like. You know, I have to you know point out the fact that Mercury, your planet, is still in something called your 12th. This is going to continue until June, um, what did we say, June 11th. And so when the Mercury is in the 12th, you need to retreat, you need to reflect, you need to search, you know, search, you know, do a little soul searching. You need to get into these deeper existential questions. I know it's a little bit heavy, but how do you use this to your advantage? You know, 
create quiet time, create some ritual, create some space, create some create some spirituality in your life because that's where Mercury is for you at the moment. That said, um, there are some things that are bunching up in some of your, like, you know, Mars is in your money sign, so it's really focused on, right, Mars is in your sign of voice and communication, so maybe you have a lot to say right now, maybe you're not mincing words, or maybe it's a very creative time for you, and, and really pulling upon both creativity and also your intuition. You know, Mars is making uh, that square to Jupiter, and Jupiter is a major player in your astrology. Jupiter governs your um, governs your career, and it governs relationships. So see what is the theme that's happening this week in your relationships, in your career, or especially as Mars hits on lunar nodes. Like, are there some changes? Are there a need for a new direction? The need for us seeing things differently but i think that you're gonna feel a little bit more yourself gemini once mercury gets back home to you on june 11th but um in the meantime you know i think and we, we have to point out very quickly saturn and pisces and pisces for you gemini is your career sign so this might be a birthday week or birthday season that is picking up in the energies of saturn it's about the future it's about your duties and responsibilities. It's about your career and having to make maybe some serious decisions, but first having to sort of weigh your options first. Cancer. So Cancer, now that the sun is in Gemini, you've come to the last sign of your personal zodiac. So this is the time to reflect. It's a time to go within not to push hard and maybe you're just feeling a little bit more quiet than usual but this is this is the time to do so and you but that said here's the irony to where the lunar cycle and the sun um you know line up you know with that taurus new moon that we just had a few days ago you're still in that you know lunar month that's trying to get you to look towards the future where do you want to go? What are your plans? Uh, trying to connect with friends and community. So there's a little bit of an irony to this time for you right now, Cancer. It's both very internal and in preparation for your for your birthday season. But it's also a time that could be very social, uh, spending time with your social circle, your 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 friends group, you know, and your community, and also looking towards the future. That said, you know, Mars is one of your, you know, major planets because it governs, uh, you know, Aries, your career, and it is pretty, making some pretty tense aspects to Pluto and Jupiter this week, and then the nodes. Where's Mars right now? Well, Mars is now in Leo, and Leo is your sign of money, income, material stability, and material security. Where's Jupiter? Jupiter is in what's called your 11th. It's about the future. And maybe, you know, with Mars being a career planet for you, you're really trying to think about your future with your career, your the direction that you want to take your life in, maybe getting into themes about money and material stability. If it's not material stability, then it's also about value and worth. That said, you know, as we get into the weekend, the sun makes that square to Saturn. And Saturn for you right now is in your ninth sign of faith, truth, wisdom. What do you believe in? What do you think is true? And that's the thing. There's this very strong existential questioning current that's going through your experiences this week, Cancer. 
give it time, give it space, give it, you know, be alone, uh, do the reflection, meditate. And, and I think, you know, maybe you'll, you'll find something in that space for you. Leo, so Leo got a lot of stuff going on in your sign right now. Now that Mars is in Leo as of May 20th. So it's going to be in Leo until July. And what is Mars? Mars is action, power, drive, motivation. It's really, you know, giving you some oomph right now. But Mars, when it went into your sign, it immediately opposed Pluto, which is over in your relationship sign. So there's something about relationships that's carrying over into this week, whether it's about relationships as an abstract concept, your, your connections, how you interact and socialize with people, how do, you, how do you stand up for yourself, how do you go after what you want, or maybe something coming up in a primary relationship in your life. And then there's Jupiter. And Jupiter with that Mars square, you know, Jupiter is in your career sign. It'll be there for a year and it's by its nature wanting to open up opportunities in your professional life. It's just that Jupiter is joining Taurus, not Taurus, Jupiter is joining Uranus and Uranus has been there, you know, switching up and changing up your professional life since 2018, 2019. So this could be a week where that Mars energy is trying to motivate you and inspire you to go after what you want, your ambitions. Like, what do you want to be? In, who do you want to be in the world? What do you want to be when you grow up, Leo? And so this is big you know, pressure on you this week. And, and with Mars coming up against the lunar nodes, this could be a week that's really changing the direction of your life, or I know it's a big statement, or changing the direction that things have been going, or maybe there are some big choices to make. I mean, for you, Leo, um, as the sun gets into Gemini, uh, you're now starting to get to the end of your personal zodiac calendar. The sun is now out of your career sign. But now it's time to look towards the future, to really strategize, to look ahead, to spend time with allies and community, for example. <clears throat> but that said, the sun in, you know, when, when we have that new moon in Taurus, is you're still in a uh, lunar month that's putting a lot of emphasis on your career. And, and by, you know, you know, as a result, you might be seeing a lot of action and things happening in your professional life as you go into the beginning of June. Um, Virgo. Virgo. So just checking in on Mercury. Mercury is your planet. It's still hanging out. And Taurus, I know that's a long time for Mercury to be in one sign, but that's what typically happens. You know, Mercury turns retrograde and it will just sort of sit in one sign for like eight weeks. Um, but that said, you know, you know, Mercury is direct uh, and Mercury is sort of now trying to capitalize on some of the deeper questioning and looking at the value and worth of something or really getting into these deeper themes about you know, conviction, what do I stand for? What do I believe in? What do I think is true? What's my integrity? What's the integrity that I expect of others? What's the integrity that I live up to? For example, you have until June 11th, and when that's when Mercury finally gets out of Taurus. So you're still doing the work. Um, you know, Jupiter is in this sign as well. So maybe you've got some big, bright ideas at the moment. That said, you know, as even though you're focusing on what do you believe in, what do you stand for, truth and meaning, education and faith, the sun is now in Gemini, and Gemini is what's called your 10th sign. 
So this is about career, your direction, um, you know, your professional duties and responsibilities, the title after your name. So this is the season every year where you get to focus on this part of your life. And that, what do, we, what do we say? That new moon on June 18th in Gemini, I'm getting ahead of myself, is that time in your personal zodiac calendar sort of to really reset something in your professional life. So it's like, in the meantime, you got to figure out, like if you want to reset in your professional life, you need to figure out what's of value, what's of worth. And for some Virgos, you need to get some training or need to get some new perspectives and, and to kind of get you ready for June for example. Let's not forget that the sun, now that it's in uh, Gemini, it is going to make a square to Saturn. Saturn is in your relationship sign. So as you go into this weekend, the R is a little bit of a heavy, heavier energy. And that energy really talks about the future, your responsibilities, your duties, commitment, saying no, saying yes, or certainly saying yes to the right people in the right situations. Um, Leo, not Leo, Libra, sorry, Libra. So Libra, Venus, your planet, it's in Cancer. And for you, Cancer is your career sign. So you're, you, I think you got like a couple more weeks left of Venus in this part of your chart. And I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but as you go into July and August, Venus is going to spend a long time in Leo. In fact, it's going to go retrograde at the end of July. So this is a time where Venus is starting to slow down a little bit. It is spending more time in your, your career, your professional life, your sense of direction in the world. And then as we get into uh, June, I forget, uh, June 5th, it goes into Leo, not to leave for a long time. So it's just to kind of get ready for a period, uh, Libra, that's really going to focus you on community, friends, uh, your, your, your kind of your place in the world, your sense of the future. To have Venus retrograde in this part of your chart as you go into July and August, you need to reevaluate who are your friends, who are your community, you know, who are your allies? You know, what, what value do you see of these things in the world? Do they need some tending to? Do they need some cultivating? Do they, do they need some calling? Um, typically, Venus doesn't call. It wants to sort of like re, you know, kind of work on relationships, for example. Um, but that said, uh, Libra, you know, with this energy, you know, Mars is a major player in your astrology. So now that Mars is in Leo, it is pointing towards, it's not just relationships, it's your friendships, it's your community. And Mars is making some tense aspects to Pluto. It's also making aspects to uh, Jupiter, Jupiter's and Taurus. So there might be some deeper emotional themes that are coming up, value, worth, you know, who am I, where do I belong, who are my friends, and maybe sometimes having to take a look at some self-destructive or even not so helpful uh, you know, ways of interacting with other people, including toxic friendships, for example. You know, Pluto, it's even though it's uh, only three months in 2023 that it's spending in your fifth sign, this is a time, Libra, where you have to get very clear about who you are and who you are not. Scorpio. So Scorpio, you are a fixed sign. You know, you hear me say that all the time. And there's just a lot going on in the fixed signs at the moment. So let's start with your planet, Mars. It's freshly in Leo as of May 20th. And for you, Scorpio, Leo is your career sign. 
So you got six weeks where Mars is really putting the focus on your ambitions, the, the duties and responsibilities that you have in the world, the, the direction that you're taking your life in. And this is just to remind you that you had seven months of Mars stuck in, in Gemini jail, in Gemini, where you had to do a lot of deeper emotional work. So then you had Jupiter, not Jupiter, you had Mars in your uh, ninth, and that's where you were trying to get into deeper philosophy and what you believe in, what do you stand for. And so now it's time to take action. Mars is now riding through the highest point in your chart, but as it does so, it's pinging off Jupiter. Jupiter is in your relationship sign of Taurus, and it's also opposing um, you know, Pluto. Pluto is down in the sign of home and family. So this is like hitting on the four corners of your life, especially with that south node and Scorpio. And so there's a lot of emphasis this week on the future, career, directions, like where am I going? relationships, home, family. I know this sounds like the, the, the big stuff, but it is the big stuff. Scorpio, you are just, you know what, three weeks after a lunar eclipse in your sign, and sometimes it takes a few weeks for you to see uh, what's it all about. And so pay attention this week. How does this week you know, connect to that eclipse on May 5th? How does this week bring you back to something that began at the end, I think it was the 29th of May of 2022. So a year ago when you had the conjunction and, and, and see how there is a common story or a thread or some sort of an echo of something that connects. You know, that said, you know, Venus does square Chiron this week and this with so much emphasis on relationships, you can't look past the fact that maybe something old or a deeper pain point or deeper emotional point may be coming up for a release. That said, Gemini season for you is the time in your personal zodiac, uh, Scorpio, where you go into your eighth. And this is to you know, remember, Mars was here for, for seven months, and the eighth is the necessary part in our personal zodiac where we have to do the work. We have to confront ourselves. We have to face ourselves. It's about the deeper emotional stuff. I know. Maybe that's not what you want to hear, but that's just what Gemini season is for you. That said, you still have that lunar month. The Taurus new moon was just May 19th. So this is still a time to look at relationship, new beginnings in relationships, new directions in relationships. But now with the sun and Gemini, we have to get into that vulnerability, fears, insecurities. And can I trust? Can I open up? And even issues about intimacy and sexuality. Um... Sagittarius. So Sag, your planet, Jupiter, just changed signs last week and now it's in your six. So over the course of the next year, it's about you know your physical life. You can't get more real world than the sixth house, sixth sign, however you want to call it. And this is a space where we have to really tend to our humanness, whether it's taking care of our bodies, uh, health and wellness, diet, fitness, and nutrition, our work schedule, our schedule period, making sure we get up and um, you know take care of things. Um, and so this is a time when you really need to tend to the details and get make sure that your human life is running tip top. 
it's just very curious because Jupiter joins Uranus. This is in sort of it's bringing life to a story that's been with you since 2018-2019. And I've seen the gamut with Sagittarius. I've seen Sagittariuses that have made major changes in health and wellness, major changes in diet. They they they're no longer eating certain things, or maybe they go to the gym more. Maybe they, or maybe they're just trying to just figure out what healthy is because healthy is different for everybody. Or maybe it's a lot of you know changing work, changing patterns, changing day-to-day structures. So this is going to be different for every Sagittarius. But Mars and Jupiter are making a square this week. And Mars for you is in your sign of philosophy, faith, truth, meaning. What do you believe in? What do you stand for? And maybe this is to see how your philosophy, how what you believe, which with your integrity uh, is actually lining up on a day-to-day level. And so it's to really incarnate and bring into reality, you know, these these bigger uh, themes that are present in your life. And, and, and in general, Sagittarius, you are a sign that really likes to get into these bigger philosophical uh, spiritual in some cases and, and and themes about faith and truth and meaning and maybe Sagittarius this is the time to reanimate or recome to a sense of mission and purpose because a Sag that doesn't have a sense of mission and purpose is feels like a deflated Sagittarius and it's to make sure that your day-to-day life is aligned with your greater mission and purpose for example uh, that said you know Saturn and we got to check in on our buddy Saturn Saturn is down in your fourth your sign of home and family where it will be for the next three years now that the Sun's in Gemini your relationship sign this is a little bit of a square that's a little bit, but it's it's a square that's happening between the sun and and Saturn. And, and this is you remember that Saturn is in the part of the chart that's saying it's time to settle down. And I know that that means different things to different people in different stages of life. But it's a time to really focus on the things that really matter: home and family, the household. Maybe you're preparing for a move. Maybe you're thinking about these bigger themes about home and family. And so this weekend, it's to to come back to those bigger themes, like what do I what do I want? What do I want in a relationship? What do I want in home and family? Where do I, where, where is home? Who is home? And maybe uh, you know see where relationships are at this weekend as well. I, I think you got to get into Mercury going into uh, into Gemini on June 11th to kind of get a little bit more movement in that department. But that said, it is still that Taurus new moon period. It's still about health and wellness and making sure you're taking care of your physical body. Capricorn. So, you know, I'm going to say this every week, you know, right now the big hand, sort of the major hand on the Capricorn clock is pointing towards your third. You are only three weeks into a three-year chapter of really focusing on voice, communication, how you think, how you listen, how you learn, the choices that you make, the maturity and the responsibility around the choices that you make, the authority of your words and how you use your words. Uh, and because of Pisces, you know, how do you use your intuition? How do you feel things? And also, like, how, how do your choices impact your life? And maybe for some of you, education is a big focus right now. You're really working, um, you know, taking classes, for example. That said, you know, Gemini season for you, uh, Capricorn, is about health and wellness. It's your, t- your 
time, your four period uh, every year for you to focus on your physical body. How do you take care of your body? Do you take care of your body? Um, really making sure that your schedule is, is running and it's smooth and it's grounded. Uh, I will say that Mercury is still back in you know, Taurus, and this is a time to just maybe reevaluate your day-to-day life. Do you need to do things differently? Maybe you're not using your time well, or maybe you could be better, it could be better spent investing it in other places, or maybe even reinvesting into your physical health and wellness, for example. It could be a time about creative projects as well. Uh, that said, Mars is a major planet in your astrology. It governs your home environment, its family, its past, its roots and foundation. And it's making a bit of a square with, uh, with, with Jupiter this week. So maybe you need to think about your home environment, where you're living, but maybe on a deeper philosophical level. It's like, does my home environment line up with my values? Do I, do I, do I live where I want to live? Do I, does my household look the way that I want it to look? For example, so there could be some shifts and moves and change either in the household or even, or even something that's a little bit on an emotional level about home and family this week. Uh, but the sun does square Saturn, which is your planet this week. And I think it's, you know, as you go into the weekend to see what is the story that's starting to present itself because that story is, is a major thread in your personal astrology as you go into the next three years. Um, Aquarius. Aquarius, so you are a fixed sign. There's so much, so much going on with fixed signs right now. So let's start with Mars. It's newly in Leo. Leo is your sign of relationships. So over the next six weeks, you've got this major thread focusing on connection relationships not just uh not just romantic relationships i call it small r relationships how do you negotiate interact and socialize with people sometimes when mars is in this space the other person is sort of really driving the ship so to speak you have to defer to other people's wants and needs Mars, sometimes in this part of the chart, could say that you feel very inspired and motivated to make connection, to connect to other people, to put that energy into relationship. It's just that Mars, by its nature, is not typically a peacemaker, not a negotiator. It's, so this is a Mars that has to learn to negotiate, for example. That said, Jupiter is now in your sign of home and family, and it could be shaking up some bigger themes that have been with you since 2018, 2019, but in particular, over the past couple of years. Then there is, so there's a little bit of a tension point about home and family and relationships, the household, and really see how that's spilling into your personal life over the week. Um, you know, then we have the Sun square Saturn. Um, Saturn for you is your planet. Um, it's in your second sign of money and income. So as the Sun is in Gemini this week, and, and Gemini for you is your sign of, you know, how do you express who you are? What are your gifts and talents and abilities? What is that spark of life that you know, animates you, gives you life? With Saturn and then the second, like, you know, what is your value? What is the value of what you're creating? You do need to make sure that these sort of bigger themes about money and spending and income and investments line up with, with you and what you want and what you need and what you want to create 
for example. And so this is, you know, with Sun Square Saturn this week, it's our first big check-in with Saturn since it went into Pisces on March 7th. I will say this is all in advance of Saturn turning retrograde, your planet, on June 17th. So that's your yearly time every you know, five months, you know, Saturn turns retrograde, it's time to reflect. But, you know, as you go into June, we have lots more to talk about. So until then. Finally, Pisces. So here we are, you know, Jupiter is your planet and it's now in Taurus of last week. And so for Taurus, for you, Pisces is your third sign of voice and communication. Over the coming year, that is a major thread in your personal astrology. It could be something as literal as you need to use your voice more. You need to talk. You need to communicate. You are writing. You're speaking. You're doing talks. You're doing TED Talks. I don't know, but doing public speaking. But voice, you know, voice is a couple of things. It's the words out of your mouth, Pisces, but it's also your ability to transmit who you are from the deepest parts and in the, in the most uh, esoteric and spiritual parts of yourself. And so this is also a time where voice can also lean into your intuitive voice. Like how do you use your intuition, for example, but Jupiter will be in a little bit of a testy place with Uranus over the coming year. And maybe this is really giving you the brief breakthrough, or maybe it's really getting you to get out of your own way or get you out of the way of your voice, for example. And maybe just on a mundane level, you're really focusing on education and travel over the coming year. That said, Mars is in Leo and, and Leo is Gemini's sign of health and wellness and you know taking care of the details of day-to-day life. And maybe you're just seeing a lot of movement this week, a lot of maybe even some friction, if I may say so, and having to make some big choices, some big changes, um, some rearranging of how you do your day-to-day life, your schedule, your duties, responsibilities. Then there's Saturn. And Saturn is um, in Pisces, so it's really having a big placement in your chart right now. I really want Pisces, um, my Pisces Sun people, to pay attention to health and wellness this week. And not, this is just me putting my traditional, my traditional astrologer hat on for a moment. You're know, making sure you're doing the healthy things that you need to do. Um, Saturn can sometimes really make us feel time and age and sort of the reality of things. Um, The sun is in Gemini and Gemini for you is the part of your chart that talks about home and family. So it's really tending to your roots and your foundation right now and over the next four weeks. Um, But also for some uh, people, it is making a change in your household or maybe making a move, for example. Or maybe it's just a lot of themes about emotions coming up, um, you know, emotional security, emotional stability, home, family, the past, memory. But it's just with that Saturn there, you want to make sure that you're really uh, leaning into what Saturn wants, which is honoring your commitments, being in integrity, of course you are, Um, really showing up, being on time, saying yes to the things that Saturn wants you to say yes to, meaning it's good for you, it's a good investment, and saying no to the things that are not good for you, they're not a good investment, they don't respect you, or they they take from you, they don't support you. Because at the end of the day, Saturn just wants to remind you and everybody that it wants balance, it wants everything to be in balance and in order. And when it's not, Saturn really wants you to put things back into balance this week. 
So there, is, that is your look at the astrology of this week of May 22nd through 28th of 2022. We've got lots to talk about. So I really thank you all for joining me every week, even those those that kind of lurk behind the scenes, but I appreciate each and every one of you. I know some of you are my clients, so yes, you can book a consultation with me. Um, you can go to empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Spotify, and um, yeah, all, all the things. So I look forward to connecting with you all next week. And until then, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>